0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Friday, November 30th edition of Between the Horns. Miles Simmons here to give you the top storylines from the practice week as the LA Rams prepare to play the Detroit Lions. And there are a few significant stories this week, including the potential return of cornerback Aqib Tlaib. The Rams have already designated Tlaib to return off of injured reserve, and he is back at practice. However, As of this recording, he has not quite yet been activated to that 53-man roster. That being said, head coach Sean McVay seemed pretty optimistic on Thursday when discussing Talee's potential availability for Sunday's game in Detroit.
1: Yeah, I think the anticipation is we'd like that to be able to happen. You know, what does that mean in terms of snap count? Uh, What exactly that role is? You know, really, it it is uh, something that we're going to continue to evaluate based on the way that his ankle responds. If things go the way that we anticipate, we hope, and and what we expect, then then I think you can expect to see him playing. How much will, will be determined as the week progresses?
0: With the rain in the LA area on Thursday, Los Angeles actually had to alter its weekly schedule a bit. So the Rams had their most strenuous practice of the week on Wednesday instead of Thursday as they usually do it. So that actually allowed Los Angeles to gauge Tlaib's ankle and how it would respond earlier in the week. And according to McVay, Tlaib got through Wednesday's practice pretty well.
1: Yeah, he did a good job. You know, he he did a nice job. I think he got more and more comfortable as the practice progressed, which was a positive thing where, you know, typically you wonder, do you actually feel like it starts to bother you as it progresses? And it was the exact opposite. So. Um, You know, he's a guy that he's played a lot of football. He's got such a good feel, but his presence out there is is such a big boost to our football team. As far as what that means for his role this weekend, uh, we're figuring that out, you know, as the week progresses. But it was definitely a, a very good step in the right direction with the way yesterday went.
0: Defensive coordinator Wade Phillips has a lot of familiarity with Tlaib, given their history together winning the Super Bowl in Denver. And Phillips said that one of the best parts about the corner is how upfront he is about how he's feeling. That gives Phillips and the rest of the staff a sense of trust.
1: He's a veteran player that I trust that would say, hey, I'm hurting or I'm not. I can play or I can't play. So, you know, I think we'll just uh, see what happens the rest of the week and see where he is. But. Um, but he'll give you an honest, you know, some players, you know, they, uh, I'm going to play, but I'm hurt a little bit. And, you know, he's he knows he needs to be 100, percent healthy to be able to play. So uh, that's a good, good thing with him.
0: So what will Tlaib bring when he's back on the field Talib himself address that on Monday?
1: Just sharpen up our communication a little bit. I think uh, we get our communication in order. Uh, we eliminate two three big plays a game and uh, it'll make us that much better on defense.
0: But when it comes to his teammates, safety John Johnson and cornerback Nikel Roby Coleman both talked about how to leave is a calming presence, not just for the secondary, but also for the entire team.
2: Oh, I think he'll just put everyone at ease. Uh, he brings that swag to him. He brings that knowledge of the game to him. Um, you know, we came in with him, so it's kind of like we've been missing something and him coming back, it'll just, just be like a security blanket for us, I think. For him to be back on the field, I think it makes everybody better. You know, listening to a veteran call some, call things out. Watch out for this. Watch out for that. So he's real good at things like that, um, recognizing situations and learning how to master those situations. So um, having him back out on the field, it'll kind of like settle down the young guys that's in the back end, and now we can just really, you know, feel more confident in playing, you know, uh, defense out there and you know, being out there. Ready to lock everything down now. You know what I'm saying? So when we got him back, it's like all our confidence came back in a in a sense.
0: Now on to the second key storyline of the week. Dominican Sues return to Detroit. The defensive lineman played the first five years of his career with the Lions, becoming a three-time Pro Bowler, three-time all-pro, and the 2010 AP defensive rookie of the year. But to be frank, Sue did not want to say much about the organization that drafted him when the media caught up with him on Wednesday. Here he is being asked specifically about that. Uh, I'll refrain from my comments
2: about the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the city is an amazing city, great people there. I look forward to seeing a bunch of people. I'm glad we're going in on a Friday uh, so I can have some time to catch up with folks, but refrain from the organization to say the least.
0: All righty then. Sue also called Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford just another quarterback that's in our way of getting to where we want to go. So, Sue didn't have time for flowery platitudes about his former team. That's all well and good. However, he did actually admit that putting a championship on his resume was a significant factor that attracted him to LA and free agency.
2: I think everybody wants a Super Bowl. Uh, and obviously I've been very, very blessed to have individual accolades as well as some team accolades. I always re- result back to the uh, 2014 team that I was with in Detroit. Uh, Amazing year, amazing coach uh, that I had there in Jim Caldwell. Did some special things, broke some records. Um, So I think the next steps is continue to go further in the playoffs and hopefully get a championship.
0: And finally, the Rams have a chance to clinch the NFC West this weekend. That'll happen with a win against Detroit or a Seattle loss to San Francisco. But given that the Rams can control their own fate in this, it's something that they have brought up internally this week. As Sean McVay likes to say, it's not something they're shying away from. Here's Jared Goff and Nikhil Roby Coleman.
2: We've given ourselves this opportunity. We've we've earned this opportunity. We've worked for it. We've won the games to put ourselves in this opportunity. So go take advantage of it, and go have fun, and go you know seize the moment. And this these are the games that you know truly can you know make things happen. And and we know that. And um, you know it's not going to change anything we do throughout the week, but definitely going to you know make it a little bit sweeter when when you win and you can put on the hat and t-shirt. And um, you know hopefully that is this week. You know they're a tough team, and we've got a lot of work to do this week to get ready for them. But you know hopefully at the end of the day we can do that. It's definitely been um, on the top of our to-do list. This is one of the goals that we've been trying to accomplish this whole season. Um, the fact that it came at week 13 is a good thing. Um, we control our destiny. So uh, coming out here, beating the teams we're supposed to beat, that's, that's, uh, that's vital.
0: That'll do it for this Friday, November 30th edition of Between the Horns. I'm Miles Simmons, and thanks, everybody, for listening. For all the latest Rams news and updates, be sure to download the Rams mobile app. DeMarco Farr and I will see you for Rams pregame live at about 925 Pacific time on Sunday. You can check that out on Facebook or Twitter. And then kickoff at Ford Field in Detroit, scheduled for 10 a.m. on Fox and ESPN LA. You can check out that call with J.B. Long, MJD, and DeMarco Farr. Have a great one, everybody.